virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Monday, 8 August, year of our Lord, 2022. You're in the war room post CPAC. Uh, we're going to be breaking down a lot of, we had so many great guests, so many great, by the way, the audience and uh the uh commitment to the show people coming from all over the country from minnesota from wisconsin couples coming in from hawaii we were just uh, very moved by that and i had a great time with everybody hope we got to meet everybody there the entire war impossible we're going to we're committed to do that next six weeks show is going to be on the road we're going to give you details momentarily uh back to eric prince eric you're going to make you're you're going to commit now to do everything so we can get that speech out to this this is remember she gave the speech on uh, the wednesday before trump's inauguration speech at the world economic forum where he laid out this concept of their concept of this kind of network effect with the middle kingdom at the railhead and everybody else kind of a market and a supplier everybody else essentially a tributary state and they gave a standing ovation two days later trump gave the american carnage speech which was the commitment to the westphalian system so uh Eric, you commit to get that, and we'll we'll make sure we get it up and 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 take it out. Do you believe we're sliding rapidly to to a kinetic war in the South China Sea or around Taiwan, sir? Whether it's in the next thirty days or next May, but in, inexorably we're being drawn in to a kinetic conflict, sir. Uh, I don't think so. Um, uh, look, the Chinese. Uh, you've heard of Sun Tzu, right? The the uh, the art of warfare. I think they will try to use as many unconventional warfare, hybrid warfare measures to keep slicing that salami everywhere they can around the world. And, and that's, the, that's been my frustration with the Pentagon and the U.S. national security apparatus is they don't push back very well in unconventional ways. Uh, the fact is, it, 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 it's, it could go either way. If it goes to a full-on kinetic war, of course, with two countries with lots of their weapons, there's no way that has a positive outcome. Period. We don't want that at all. But there's lots of ways to push back on them in an unconventional way. There's a lot of ways to help Taiwan immediately uh, gain to der- gain deterrence. And and so one of those things okay. is communication. That's why I've uh, that's why we've launched Unplugged, and um, it's why we want people to communicate freely. Give me uh, give me real quickly the 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 pitch for Unplugged. We're gonna have you back on for details about Ukraine and details about Taiwan later in the week but give us why why are you obsessed as i say about unplugged where do people go to find out more about it look we've created a completely independent phone platform separate from google separate from apple uh, it's called unplugged.com you can order it at unplugged.com forward slash war room you can get an app suite now and a phone by this fall uh it does not record it does not collect any of your personal data it comes with a very high encryption uh messenger uh that uh is unbreakable so we encourage your listeners to check okay. us out. Unplugged.com, we've got a new video that, that lays, it, lays it out why you need us. In fact, we'll play that later in the show. Unplugged.com, Eric Prince's um, uh, encrypted communication system. You can get the app today, and then they can't follow or monetize any of your other apps. Unplugged.com, we'll play the spot later. We, we don't have time, Eric, because I, 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 I want to take time on this. So, but the great Francis Martel over at Breitbart, and yes, that would be a Steve Bannon hire at Breitbart, the international editor, She's a rock star. She's got a brilliant piece of about Zelensky and Xi. The great ally Zelensky has now reached out to Xi about rebuilding the country. Uh, and we're going to get to that. Eric, uh, I want to spend more time and get you back on Ukraine and Taiwan. Uh, any social media people can follow you on, uh, Eric? Or how do people, how do people am, follow your thinking? I'm on a true name on Getter. And you can also uh, find out more through unplugged.com. 
Eric Prince, thank you very much, and thank you for sticking around. I know we ran you late, but thank you so much. I know you're busy. Thanks, Eric Prince. Okay. Steve Moore is always on the ramparts about taxes and about these uh, tax increases. He, he and Steve Forbes have written just a brilliant piece in the New York Post. I want to get it up on screen. I want everybody to read this. Steve Moore. Steve, I, I, can you put in perspective what ha- I mean, Alex Jones kind of said it. It's, it's 80,000 or 60,000 IRS agents to go after entrepreneurs and Uber drivers, and the carried interest is just totally passed on. Explain to people what this bill really is, because I think you get to the heart of it. Tell, tell the American people, in your perspective, what just happened over the weekend. Well, yesterday was a day of ignominy for the United States Senate, Steve, where on a straight party line vote, the Democrats voted 50 to 50. Every Republican voted against this atrocious bill. It adds another $600 billion of uh, spending and about that much in additional taxes. These, there's no question, Steve, that this bill will make Biden inflation worse. Uh, there's just no question about it. You know, we've we've already spent under Joe Biden three point two trillion dollars spending debt and, of course, money printing. And um, that is why we have nine percent inflation today. So even the idea we should be radically cutting government spending right now on these domestic programs, not raising them. Uh, the tax increases obviously on American businesses only play into the hands of our enemies. I like to call this bill, Steve, I think you'll appreciate this, putting America last. Now, let me say something about these IRS agents. Um, do you, Steve um, Bannon, do you remember Lois Lerner? Oh, do I ever. <laughs> well, I think some of the people may have not remember her. For those, just to refresh people's memory, she was the woman in the Biden administration, one of the top enforcement officials at the IRS. Oh, 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 Obama, oh, oh, Obama administration. She was an IRS. Oh, I'm sorry, I said Biden. In the Obama, in the Obama. Thank you for correcting me. I I meant to say Obama. So what happened was that she used that agency, Steve, to target conservative donors, conservative voices like yours and mine, and Republican donors, and those were the people who we got audited, those who are the people who had special investigations about them. We've seen what this administration, Biden, has done. You've seen it firsthand, how they have politicized the FBI and the Justice Department. I guarantee you that they will do exactly the same thing with these 80, it's actually 87,000 new IRS agents. They're not going after Zuckerberg and they're not going after Bill Gates and Warren Buffett or General Electric or General Motors. They're coming after us because we are the enemies to, uh, to that movement. Um, one other quick point, if I may, Steve. You saw recently that story that we're 40,000 short of recruits that we need for our armed forces. Uh, the Army needs 40,000 new recruits over the next two years. They're running short. We need 5,000 more Border Patrol agents. Don't you think maybe securing our national security and our border security would be a higher priority than hiring 87,000 new IRS agents? Steve, has your analysis independently and the sources you pull together, is there anything that you can point to that would uh, say that this really is anything that you've been able to see in your research that this has anything to do about inflation control? Because the name, the Orwellian name of this bill is the Inflation Control Act. Can you point to anything of this bill, this Keynesian bill? this orgy of spending that will lead to a, either a cessation or a drop in inflation, sir? Uh, this These people should be thrown in jail for false advertising and misleading uh, labeling. This bill will make inflation much worse. By the way, most Americans understand that, Steve. I just saw a poll, like uh, six out of 10 Americans think this bill will make inflation worse, not better. So the American people are, are smarter than the politicians think we are. Um, I just listened to your fascinating conversations with with Eric. And what is most heartbreaking about this bill, Steve, in my opinion, is do you know what two countries are the biggest winners from this bill? What? China. I take it. China, obviously, because we're ceding our energy (laughs) dominance to the Chinese. China is building 40 massive new, the biggest coal plants in the history of the world are being built right now in China. Is there anybody besides... Joe Biden and John Kerry, who actually thinks that the Chinese government cares about climate change. And by the way, they've called off all of the 
climate negotiations uh, with the U.S. And the second country that's the huge beneficiary of this um, dismantling of American energy, and that's what this bill does. You can't run a $22 trillion economy, folks, with windmills and solar panels. I mean, that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. The other big winner, of course, is Vladimir Putin in Russia, uh, because he wants to take over these energy markets. So we're seeding the, the coal industry to China, Steve, and we're seeding the oil and gas industry to Russia. That's pretty dangerous. Steve, how do people uh, get to you on social media, but also your website to see more of your analysis of this bill? Go to go to the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. We have a massive social media campaign to try to drum up opposition. Uh, this isn't done, folks. We still have a vote in the House of Representatives. Nancy Pelosi can only lose four votes. Uh, there are a lot of Democrats are, that are in moderate and Republican districts. This is a very tough vote for them. But tell your representative that you don't want a massive new trillion dollar spending and tax bill. If they stay on this course, uh, Steve, they will bankrupt this great country of ours. Steve Moore, thank you. Great piece in the uh, in the New York Post. Look forward to sending. Yeah, oh yeah, we site. need a flat tax. That was you know what Steve Forbes and I said is we don't need to hire eighty seven through seven thousand new agents. Let's just have a very simple tax system, and we could actually have half as many IRS agents, and people would comply. It would be good for growth. But of course, that's the opposite direction of this. <laughs> Steve Moore, and I'll have you back on to join my crusade to end the Fed, but that's a topic for a different day. Um, thank you, Steve. Uh, so, Cortez, you got to help me out here, brother. Um, first, I want to ask about the business media, because I, I, where where's the hard analysis of this bill? Where's really truth being spoken about this bill, brother? It It is, this is perverted. This right. is perverted. Am I wrong here? But is everything, the cheerleading, the pom-poms, the misdirection, I, I, I mean, it, the, the, the real analysis of this is so small, Steve Cortez. No, correct. And, and the double speak here, you know, reaches just absurd proportions. It's almost like, you know, the most dictatorial countries in the world always call themselves the Democratic People's Republic of, you know, XYZ. Calling this the Inflation Reduction Act uh, is just an absolute absurdity if you look at the reality. Uh, Steve Moore made a couple points that I'd like to expound upon. You know, the first one is that regarding energy, you know, look, this, this inflation that is crushing America, crushing the prosperity, crushing the spirits of regular Americans, we have consumer confidence right now, literally at an all-time low in surveys going back to the 1950s. That inflation finds its genesis, its beginning, its headwater, unfortunately, in Biden's war on American energy. That really is, there's a lot of facets to this inflationary explosion, but that is the, the genesis of it. That is the most critical component. Biden, in, immediately upon taking office, declared war upon domestic, plentiful, dependable, affordable American energy. And the consequences have been incredibly grave. Well, that attack on American energy just got a boost. It is going to be on steroids now with this Green New Deal as passed by the Democrats in Congress. And then the second aspect regarding the IRS and the targeting of the deplorables. You know, nobody should be under any illusions out there. We have seen just how cynically our opponents on the left use government government power and weaponize it to attack us when they can't win at the ballot box. So believe me, when the IRS becomes one of the biggest, most powerful, most well-funded agencies of the federal government, they are going to be cross-referencing with political lists, with political uh, allegiances, and all of the people in this audience, all of us are going to be extra targeted by the, by the IRS. That is a clear, clear goal of what happened. So this was a despicable weekend. By the way, thankfully, Regarding business media, Steve, uh, they continue to spin, and, and sadly, they prefer narrative over truth and journalism or any semblance of real storytelling or fact-finding. But thankfully, I think the American people do see through this, and as evidence of that, economists, YouGov had a poll out before the week and before this this atrocity was passed, and they asked the American people if they thought that this bill was going to reduce inflation. Only 12% said that they believed it would, only 12%. So I think the Democrats believe that they have acquired um, an argument, um, a, a persuasive piece of legislation for them to go out into November with. I think the opposite is true if we propose the, the, the real solutions to solving the inflation crisis in this country and if we stay on message, the two eyes, inflation and immigration, these are the dominant issues that the American people care about. These are the issues that are afflicting our country most acutely. There's a lot of issues, but these are the crises that matter most. Okay, the great Steve Cortez, we got a chalk talk. He's been ahead of basically every important element 
of the current economy and capital markets. He's talking about the explosion in credit card debt in the coming bankruptcies in front. Next in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. How are Americans coping with the inflation explosion under Joe Biden? For far too many of our fellow citizens, it's via credit cards. And that is a dangerous and ultimately unsustainable trend, particularly for those of modest means. Let's look at some of the shocking new numbers that just came out in a chart talk that is powered by Getter. This information comes from the New York Fed. In the second quarter just completed of this year, total credit card debt exploded by $46 billion. That's the biggest increase in 20 years. In total, 233 million new credit cards were acquired by Americans. That's the highest total since 2009. And this might be the worst part of all. The balances for subprime lenders, those who have low credit scores, up 51% year over year. So the most economically vulnerable among us are the ones who are piling on credit card debt because they simply can't handle this explosion in inflation. For these details and more about the Biden economic mess, please see my attached article. Okay, you got to read the attached article. Let's get it up in all the different chat rooms. I want people to be forced multiplied to spread this. Okay, Cortez, answer this one for me first. Why did I read 20 different stories about this that came out the other day and nobody right. really got underneath it? No, seriously, you got to help me out here because... Yeah. There's something deeply wrong. If you think the political media is all narrative and everything like that, it's 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 it, it, it that's one thing. Sure. But this business media, I'm telling you, is losing. I read 20 articles about it. this. Is where I kind of reached out to you. You're the only right. guy to really do the analytics. What, what is going on here? I know they're all English majors, right. but now they just become they become cheerleaders for right. the apparatus. Am, am right. I wrong here? Help me. Help me. No. Out. Steve, you're completely right. It's, it's propaganda. It's narrative uber, uber alles, you know, overall. They, they prioritize narrative at the expense of everything else. There's also another factor here, though, that's not ideological, Steve, and that's just plain laziness, okay? Let me tell you that. That is absolutely part of it because to write this article, and I think it's an 800-word article. It's not terribly long. It took me hours and hours of research, all right? And this is a topic that I'm extremely well-versed in, but it's difficult to make sure that you have exactly the correct facts, that you cite them appropriately, that you present them effectively, it's not easy. So it's a lot easier to dispute the party line, to just act as effectively stenographers for the cathedral, for the regime, to act as PR agents for the Democratic Party and the White House, and just simply rely on effectively press releases. That's what so much of corporate media does. So it's hard to do the work. And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. This is the least we can do as no. patriots who are fighting for this country. No. Um, but just, just to be specific here, you know, I will tell you, I spent hours and hours on this article to make sure I knew the basics, but to find out all of the specifics. For example, the subprime part. To me, that is by far the most critical element of this. And I give the citations in my article. People can check all of my work. I always link to everything. Subprime is probably a term that Americans haven't heard very much in the last decade since the 08 and 09 fiasco. But guess what? When it comes to subprime borrowers in the credit card market, increasing their balances, Steve, 50% in a year, wow. which is by far wow. the largest expansion ever, okay, 
ever in all, in all of history, even in 08 and 09, that didn't happen. That tells me that this country is in an incredibly dangerous position right now. And corporate media wants to try to take one positive headline jobs number from last week and signal the all clear. No, okay, not remotely. First of all, there still is no net new job creation. The economy is simply recovering jobs that had, had been lost because of the lockdowns and the CCP virus. That's a good thing, okay? And I'm not trying to pour cold water on it. It's a good thing to get those jobs back, but there's not net new job creation. And when we look at the forward-looking indicators, Steve, and this is what's so important, when we look at the forward-looking indicators, all of them, all of them point to an economy that is decelerating and that deceleration is intensifying. In other words, we're going downhill and we're starting to go downhill at a more rapid pace. We're going into the ditch. So listen, let's show some of the charts that show that. Look at, let's look at forward looking indicators. This is job openings in the United States. And this is, this is very critical. Job openings in the United States. We just got that news out last week. It was surprisingly low. It missed expectations by about a quarter million jobs. And as you can see on that chart, Joe Biden inherited tremendous uh, momentum from, from Donald Trump. There was upward momentum in job openings. It has now crested and turned over. And the total there of job openings is down over a million from the peaks of this spring, over a million. That is really, really critical, Steve. If we look at those kind of forward-looking indicators. Another one, if we can go to chart three, um, is continuing claims, or it might be chart two, but continuing claims. If we can go to jobless claims, please. Yes, so this is jobless claims, thank you. So jobless claims, okay, these are folks who are actually applying for government assistance for unemployment, and that chart goes back to the early summer. As you can see, that is a demonstrable uh, lower left to upper right trend, jobless claims, are increasing dramatically in this economy right now. Again, that is forward-looking. All the other forward-looking indicators that we've talked about, I showed last week, as a matter of fact, on your show, new orders for factories for manufacturing, um, consumer confidence, as I mentioned, all of the uh, small business optimism, housing, all of, all of the indicators point to an economy that is worsening. And the point I want to make here, Steve, the new point, because of the new data, is that how are Americans coping with this? They're coping with it primarily through credit cards, Steve, that's incredibly dangerous. It's unsustainable. It is a tinderbox, particularly in an era where the Fed yes. is raising interest rates, as they should, but they're raising interest rates. And that chart shows total yeah. consumer credit since Biden was elected. Steve, I'm telling you, we are on a nice edge right now. And I'm going to say again what I said yeah. last week, because I think it's important. Not only are we in a recession, we're in a very deep recession. And we are a policy mistake or two, and we may have gotten that this weekend, from tipping all the way into a depression because regular Americans, especially middle and lower income folks, Steve, they are in a financial corner. The credit card data prove it. They have no wiggle room right now, zero. They simply can't handle this inflation and what, this is a dire economic situation. What I'm so proud about is that your analysis, I think it was four months ago about the, uh, about the, 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 uh, the incomes actually going down versus inflation. You said, hey, people are starting to look uh, to, rely upon their credit cards to make ends meet right. and now the data has come out the headline from this steve we got to bounce but the headline from this yeah. is cortez is the real economy as cortez and brack continue to focus on a navarro is that it's decelerating at an accelerating rate we are one or two policy decisions away ladies and gentlemen from having not being able to pull this back and i mean taking a decade to unwind it a decade to unwind it we are in very perilous times when it comes to uh, our economy right now. Steve Cortez, everybody's got to re read this. We're going to push it out. How do people get to your Substack? How do they get to your uh, Getter account? Yes, please. And, and I have a Getter live stream tonight on this topic, 7 p.m. When you're done with War Room, please come over to Getter. I'm at Steve there. I'm going to do a live stream on this exact topic on credit card debts and the dangers that it poses to Americans. Please join me. We're going to we're gonna push everybody from the evening show, from the 6 o'clock show to that. Steve Cortez, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Let's bring in now the great John Fun. John uh, and his uh, his author Hans are the two leading experts on on voter integrity and voter fraud. Uh, John, I, I, I know I got to ask you about uh, Steve Moore and the IRS because you're one of the experts in this too. Give me your give me your thoughts on this bill that was passed this weekend, particularly about the the Gestapo IRS agent, sir. Steve made a very good point that this is not going to target billionaires and millionaires. It's going to target your audience. It's going to target the middle class, and I have proof of that. Senator Crapo of Idaho proposed an amendment on Sunday that said, look, if you really are going after deadbeats with a lot of money, let's just have a simple rule. None of this money can go 
to artisan people or small businesses with less than $400,000 a year in income. Very simple proposal. Not a single Democrat, not one, voted for it. And it failed 50 to 50 with Kamala Harris casting the tie-breaking vote. That's all the proof you need that this is going to be a plague of locusts descending upon the American middle class. They're coming for the kulaks, no doubt. By the way, John Funds, leading columnist for both FoxNews.com and the National Review. Uh, John, the reason I wanted you on this morning, we got this. You were at CPAC. You saw the energy. We got November 8th upon us. You're, you and Hans are the top two guys. How can people feel comfortable that we're going to We've seen Carrie Lake. Now they got 97% of the voting. She's going to win by 5.5%. Joe Kent's going to join us later. They still haven't put out the numbers there. What, what does our audience have to do, sir, right now to make sure that we have a free and fair election on November 8th and we actually achieve, we get the victory, we know our votes are going, are going to represent, sir? Every single person in your audience has hundreds of people who are their friends, their relatives, their neighbors, their associates at work. They need to get articles that you promote, that I promote and write out to that audience. You can be your own self-styled publisher and you can get the message out. And the message has to include the following. If you're in a blue state that hasn't reformed its election laws like Arizona and Georgia and Texas has, make sure that you or your friends sign up not just to be election observers, but to actually work on the polls, work on election day to make sure that the process is coming along. And actually, there's a practical need for this. The average poll worker in America is over the age of 70 now. A lot of them are dropping out. Um, we should also promote that having some high school and college students giving them college or high school credit if they work at the polls and, and give them training at the first. But the thing that they have to understand is this. The best way to stop voter shenanigans and voter fraud is before the election, not at the day of the election or after. That was a fundamental mistake that Jared Kushner made in the White House when he was pretty much directing the Trump campaign in 2020. He was warned of the COVID restrictions that were being imposed by blue state governors and unelected health bureaucrats were going to lead to a tsunami of mail-in ballots that wouldn't get proper voter verification standards. And he was briefed on that, and frankly, he was busy with something else. Maybe it was the Abraham Accords or whatever. But they dropped the ball, and the Trump campaign didn't have the time, the resources, the energy, or the proper lawyers to pursue that after the election. All of this has to be done before the election, Steve. John, your book's amazing. We're going to put it up on the thing. How do people get to you, your writings? How do they get to you on social media? And how do they get access to the book? Uh, the book is uh, available at Amazon and other fine bookstores. Uh, it's Our Broken Elections, How the Left Changed the Way You Vote. I'm at Twitter at John Fund. Uh, you can also find me at National Review. And also, I helped write the, I helped write the newsletter that Steve Moore referenced. All of your li audience listeners can get a free newsletter from us five days a week covering this and all other topics. We borrow from all the best sources, including yours. And just go to committeetounleashprosperity.com and sign up for the newsletter. And it's free. John, we're going to be back on to go into details of how people can get engaged now. The great John Fun. Honored to have you on here, brother. Okay. Mike Lindell, Royce White, Doug Wardlow, the state of Minnesota, the Gophers vote tomorrow. Be back here in the war room to see how and why. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store 
or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, let's go right to Minnesota. They vote today. The Gophers vote tomorrow. Wisconsin votes tomorrow. We're going to have an evening show packed with folks from Wisconsin. But let's go to the great Royce White right now. Royce, make your pitch to the audience nationwide, but most specifically to those Republicans who are going to vote in the primary tomorrow about why Royce White is the best candidate to take on Omar, sir. Well, I'm the only one that's going to actually talk about the issues or try and change uh, the circumstance of our country today. And, and tomorrow, the people of Minnesota will will decide whether or not we actually want to have a country. There are a lot of people in power that don't want to have a country. Uh, and you can tell just with the bill that was passed, the Build Back Better bill that made it through. Uh, you know, we, we have a government, we have elected officials that are looting the country. Right, that these people are are criminals and they're stealing money from the American working Roy, class. Royce, 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 how can you, Royce, how can you say that? They say they're going. To, this is all climate change and everything's going to be fine. And uh, right. Royce White's just a reactionary uh, that uh, that doesn't understand how this is going to help the environment, sir. What's your response? Well, I mean, that, that's why I marched eighteen thousand people to the Fed after George Floyd. I saw the chaos and the burning and the looting, and I thought to myself, well, this is no way. This is no way for people to react in times of emotional turmoil or chaos or violence or, or any of those things but um they took their cue from their leaders and we have a crisis of leadership we have a crisis of of, of, of leadership worldwide but certainly in this country and people have lost their sacred honor they've lost their sacred honor because they've lost their faith they believe in themselves they believe in radical materialism and they want uh security and they're willing to trade their freedom and individual rights to have that security we need leaders now that can step up, step up to the podium and tell the people there is a greater there is a greater way. There's a better way. And that way is the American way. Royce, you would be uh, if you get the nomination, tomorrow, you'd be walking away from a sports career that you've really been focused on since, I don't know, you were nine years old, 10 years old. You're one of the great athletes come out of the state of Minnesota. You'd be walking away from that. Are, 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 are you convinced if people entrust you tomorrow with their vote? that you are the one that can actually defeat Omar? Well, here, here's, the, here, here's the honest truth. I will go into it with the values and the, the, the genuineness that we need to move the, move the chains. Um, they have a 60-year head start on us in indoctrinating people with this democratic liberal world order and globalism and, and all of these race-based politics that have that have dominated the, the vote in, in inner cities. Um, so, you know, we have to start to chip away. What I can say with certainty is that the Rhino establishment, especially here in Minnesota, um, has no plans on beating Ilhan Omar or any of these other Democrats. They are uh, interested in making sure that they get their cut, their split out of the uniparty scam. And, and that scam is going to cost the American people. So the only decision that you, you, you have to make if you're in Minnesota or anywhere else where, where they're running a rhino uh, candidate is, do you want to have a country or not? And, and are you willing to have your political participation be a, be a, a catharsis? Or, or are you really an American citizen exercising your, your power versus the establishment as, as a part of we the people? I want to bring in now Mike Lindell. Mike, you've got a very special announcement. Uh, take it away, sir. The great Mike Lindell from Minnesota. Mike. Well, first of all, I'm endorsing Rice White here. A hundred percent. I give him my endorsement. Um, so let's uh, let's get uh, let's get uh, you in uh, let's get you elected right now and um, and start changing Minnesota. We got why is it? Why is it? Why is it important? You're 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 you have a deep love for Minnesota. Why is it important to put candidates like Royce White that you would put your endorsement? By, by the way, as I said. Without uh, Mike Lindell, there's no Kerry. There's no Kerry Lake, right? There's with there's so many candidates around the country. Mike Lindell was first when these people were just. It was just a concept. Why is it important in Minnesota, given where we stand now, given where the problems the city has, the George Floyd situation, what Omar's beliefs are, her deeply held beliefs? I'm not criticizing her. I I, I don't like the beliefs. I'm not criticizing the fact she doesn't believe it. She believes it to her core. That to me is one of the problems. Why is it so important right now, Mike Lindell, that you have someone like Royce White? 
Well, we are we are at a, a different tip of the spear in Minnesota, Steve. Uh, Minneapolis, I mean, that was where most of these problems started with the riots and everything else. And I spent a lot of time in downtown Minneapolis back in the day. And there's there's still friends of mine um, that their businesses got burned down, and they and they uh they're uh, they're sitting there with nothing. And they they had had their lives. They they came out a lot of them that I know that came out of addiction, and everything else, and. Uh, we were going the right direction, and along came Elon Omar, and uh, and uh, what's happened to Minnesota. Um, I'll tell you what, Minnesota being tip of the spear, Steve, the whole country talks about me almost every day, except for Minnesota. They keep me completely out of the news there, and uh, and they do that for a reason. They don't want to see uh, um, it's a different kind of a takeover, so to speak, with the Elon Omars, and and I actually had a thing at Amazon. I have an Amazon, a building next to me, one of Amazon's building, Jeff Bezos' building. And there was a protest a few years ago, and Elon was next door. And the NBC came up to me and said, Mike, we know you don't care, care too much for Jeff Bezos and Amazon, but what do you think about Congress and Omar, what she's doing next door? And I, and I said, let it be known for the first time and maybe the only time in history, me and old Jeff are going to lock arms against that woman. She is... What she's done to Minnesota and this country, uh, the direction they're taking us is just horrific, Steve. We need Royce White in there now. Royce, I know you've got a, a bounce because you're campaigning all day. How, the most important thing today is how do people follow you on social media? How do people get to your site? Uh, how do people make sure they drive to your events as you go around and, and talk to the uh, community and talk to the, the voters there? Uh, how do people get more access to you in the next 24 hours, sir? Well, first, Steve, I want to say thank you to you and thank you to Mike Lindell for that endorsement. It's, it's an honor and I really appreciate it. I, I hate that the establishment here in Minnesota has tried to isolate you out the way they have. Steve, I want to thank you for bringing me into this, encouraging me to run for this office. Um, I'm hopeful that the Republican, uh, 13,000 Republican voters in our district will, will vote to have a country, will vote America tomorrow. RoyceWhite.us, that's the campaign website. You can follow me on Getter. You can follow me on Truth Social. You can follow me on Substack. We, we have to take our country back. Sovereignty has to hold the day. Uh, and, and it's going to start tomorrow for the people here in Minnesota. So thank you, guys. Not only is Royce White a, a man of courage, and as I say, courage is the most important virtue, what he's done in stepping out and the grief he's gotten, but uh, he is one of the intellectual leaders of this populist nationalist movement. And i got to tell you, an extraordinary individual. Royce, Godspeed for the next uh, 24, 48 hours. We'll see how it turns out. Godspeed, brother. Royce White. Let's go back to Mike Lindell. Mike, I got to tell you, the reason I feel so optimistic at a CPAC to see the caliber of people, the candidates across ethnicity, race, religion, people stepping up for this MAGA movement for America First. And I just want everybody to know, if it was not for Mike Lindell and the personal sacrifice you've made, uh, you know, a lot of this started. Carrie Lake's really, her, her, her drive was walking away from the RGA meeting a year ago, getting on, calling me, and I said, she said, look, they're, they're, they're all rhinos. They don't want to talk about anything. They, they, every time, you know, they, I wanted to talk about the, the three November movement, the election fraud. They put me at a, you know, they put me at a, at a back table. And I said, look, walk out, come to South Dakota, uh, into the cyber summit. She did immediately went and saw President Trump and the rest is history. But you were there doing the pick and shovel work almost a year to the date of that is your now your summit. Walk us through. I want everybody to understand. Now, this is different. Then a little bit in, in, in South Dakota, we actually have people participate in person. It's not going to be that because the, the place is going to be so jammed with elected officials, election officials, that. But it is going to be online. We need people's force multipliers. What can people expect from the summit and how do they get involved and how do they get engaged today? Right. Yeah. You know, last year, everybody, we had the cyber symposium and uh, what's coming up here in uh, I guess we got about 10 days left. On August 20th and 21st is the Moment of Truth Summit. This will be the most historical, important event I believe ever, Steve. And that's a big statement. I'm telling you, everything for the last year and a half of people out there that work tirelessly, everything's come down to these two days. It's an apex in history. What you're going to expect on the first day, everybody, you're going to have a, it'll be two hours, I'll say, Here's how we got here through my eyes. Well, we have some surprises there. It'll be like a flashback. Then we're going to have all 50 states 
are going to be up there in alphabetical order for eight hours. We're going to tell you their current footprint, what their footprint is, what their lawsuits are going on, um, what, 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 what counties are going to go machine free that we have already committed. Where, where are we at with everything and the blockers they have? We're going to say the blockers they have, the, the political blockers they have, like your, like your Brad Rassenbergers, your Rusty Bowers, your Robin Bosses. And then, um, then we're going to show the movie Selection Code. It's by Lara Logan. Uh, that'll be shown in the evening. Free to the world. It's a world premiere. And, uh, and then I'm going to come on and I'm going to give you a little um, prelude what's going to happen on Sunday. On Sunday will be the trial of the machines. And I'm telling you, everybody, you're going to, this isn't a thing where you can just say, oh, I'll watch a rerun. The mo this, this two days works if you all get everyone you know to watch. This is a, this, it has to be watched in real time. I don't care what you have going that weekend. This will be okay, the most okay, important. Okay, I want, we're, we're going to get everybody, what, are you committing right now to the American people? that you will prove in your trial of the machines that the machines are at fault here and that, that you'll lead a crusade to actually take the machines out of, there'll be no, this will be beyond a reasonable doubt. You, you will get to a point of certitude that you'll be able to provide evidence, data, and facts that will make yeah. it un unequivocal that the machines are a problem. Is that your commitment? A hundred percent, everybody. Everything I'm putting on the line, everything has come down to this. Because the mainstream media, is, the mainstream media is just going to say this: is another Mike Lindell wild goose chase. He's running around. He's got these guys focused, and this trial is going. But you're committing. You're going to put the evidence, the facts, and the data before the whole, whole world, not just the American people, and to right. be able the to whole criticize world. and right, Steve, the whole world. And actually, this last weekend, I want to thank all the horrible media out there because they actually. They went on attack, and it's out there. You can Google Moment of Truth Summit, and it's everywhere, everybody. We need to get the word out. I'm telling you, everybody, we have all the pieces. It's all there. The only way this fails is if it's not watched. If you watch, 100% it's over. This will end it all. We cannot have computers or machines used in any election in the United States or, for that matter, anywhere in the world ever again. We're at a point are, in are history where... Are you allow? Are you going to allow? Are you inviting Dominion and the other companies to come and defend themselves and, and to counter uh, in an advocacy process your information, data, and material, sir? No, absolutely not. They 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 uh they're so corrupt, Steve. They've attacked. We've got them on film uh, saying they, there's been many many. We don't have time to listen to their garbage, their lies. They've been lying to the people and shutting us down. They've had plenty of time. Show us what's in the machine. Well, now we already know, everybody. We have what's inside the machine. So they don't need to, you know, they are guilty, 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 Steve. From ES&S to Dominion, Smartmatic, all of them, this will end everything. We are just going to show the facts. The facts don't change because someone over here goes, well, you can't show that. You can't show that. The government says, you know, we can't. You shouldn't be showing that. That's our source. That's our this. It's too bad. It's over for those guys. Get, it's over. One more time for you. One time for you, Bounce Mike. One more time. How do people go sign up for the summit today? Go to frankspeech.com or get the Frank Speech app, everybody. Or you can go to momentoftruth.com, momentoftruthsummit.com. But go to Frank Speech, get the app. Yeah. The war room is going to be live there for several days. We're going to get into it this afternoon. The moment of truth. Mike Lindell. The summit's coming. Short break. Joe Kent, Doug Wardlow next in the war room. Better has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now your smartphone never leaves your side it is always there it guards some of your deepest secrets views and opinions it knows you best but do you really trust it Modern smartphones are designed to collect as much information as possible, your personality, 
habits, interests, and personal data are all sold to advertisers, institutions, and even political organizations that want to manipulate and influence your opinion. Have you accepted the terms? You have just allowed your activity and interactions to be monitored, collected, and analyzed for the sole purpose of monetization. As you well know, applications, services, and tools are only free because they collect detailed information about you and sell you as the product. Want to reclaim control over your data? Meet Unplug, a privacy-first company set to break you free from data collection, exploitation, and monetization with cutting-edge technology, a set of applications for your day-to-day -day use, and a secure smartphone. Unplugged is your home for privacy and security. The Up App Suite is independent of big tech monetization capabilities, can be installed on your own device, and includes the Up Messenger, an encrypted messaging platform for texting, audio and video calls, conference calls, and a browser-based application to text, call and share your screen, just like the conferencing apps you know. The Up VPN, a world-class VPN that keeps your connection private and protects you from hackers when using public Wi-Fi. The Up Antivirus, that scans your phone for malicious files and viruses so your device is kept safe and secure. And the Up Store, an alt to Google Play and Apple App Store. We say no to the censorship culture and let you use all of the apps you want, even those that are not aligned with big tech's agenda. Unplug's technology and cybersecurity experts have also developed for you the Up Phone. A smartphone completely independent from the Apple and Google universe with its own proprietary, highly secure operating system, Libertas. With 5G high-end hardware specifications and advanced security and privacy features, the Up Phone is the ultimate choice for those who care about privacy. Okay, we're back. Uh, by the way, I want to thank all the Real America's Voice team. We had an extraordinary CPAC. We didn't even have enough time this morning to talk about. We're going to get to all of that. They come back at 5 to 7. But Rob Sig, Real America's Voice, both the Denver crew and particularly the uh, Ford deployed unit in um, at Dallas was just extraordinary. It was an incredible event. We're going to have cuts and all these type of things over the next couple of days. I want to go to the Mike Flynn and Mike Lindell endorsed candidate and probably of all the tough attorney general races, and this may be the most important. Doug Wardlow, uh, like I said, Flynn and the two mics, Flynn and Lindell endorsing. Doug, uh, you run against Keith Ellis. Uh, you got to win the primary tomorrow. Tell people where do they go? Why are you the best candidate to take on Keith Ellis and where do they go to find out more about you in, in the next 24 hours? Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Steve. Now, this is a huge primary tomorrow. It's really a referendum on the America first populist nationalist conservative movement here in Minnesota. Uh, you know, I am the best candidate because I've got what it takes to beat Keith Ellison, to go toe to toe with him and defeat him. And then we're going to stand up for law and order, investigate and prosecute voter fraud, stand up for our constitutional rights. Uh, Minnesota needs this. The country needs this. You know, the, all sorts of violence and terrible things started in Minnesota after the George Floyd incident and spread across the country. And Keith Ellison, he allowed that lawlessness to spread. So we are going to retire him from politics in November, and then goodness will flow from Minnesota across the country. So this is a, a nationally important race. And, you know, the rhino establishment elites that control many state parties across the country, well, they control, control the state party here, and they propped up my opponent, who is a weak, moderate at best candidate. We need to send a message tomorrow in Minnesota, and we need all Republicans in Minnesota to get to the polls and vote. And then we need, you know, if, if you're outside of Minnesota, get your family and friends in Minnesota to get to the polls, uh, because this is so important. We got to send the message that Minnesotans and Americans reject the radical uh, leftism of Keith Ellison, but also that they're not going to allow party elites to force weak, moderate uh, you know, tinker around the edges, Republican candidates on them. No, we've got to stand up for the Constitution, for the rule of law, law and order, and the America first cause. How do they find out today uh, all the information on your site? Where do they go to find the polling places, how they vote, how they get out the vote, Doug? 
Absolutely. So to get out of the vote, you know, find your polling place at the Secretary of State's website. You can look it up there, but also go to our website, which is DougWardlowAG.com. Uh, take a look at there. We've got all sorts of information on there. We've got our secure elections plan. We've got our safe Minnesota plan, plans that we're going to implement on day one, bold action on day one uh, to make sure that we're, we're restoring our state and leading the way for other states in, in the areas of election integrity and law and order and so many other things. So take a look at that website. And also we're on uh, Getter and Facebook and Truth Social and, and Twitter as well. Doug Wardlow, you're a patriot and a, uh, and a hero. Fight on. Next 24 hours. Thank you so much. Critical for Doug Ward. I think we're going to try to get Doug back on this afternoon with the Wisconsin guys. Let's work on that producer. Let's go to Joe Kent. Joe, you got to help us out, brother. Are you, we know you're going to win. Are they slow walking this to stop the momentum of Joe Kent, sir? You know, Steve, it, it, it appears that way. And these are the same people that get very angry at us when we say that we have legitimate concerns with the way these elections are, are conducted. So uh, overnight uh, on Friday, they said that they were 95 percent complete. Something happened on the weekend. We know they counted ballots on Saturday. They're supposed to be on a drop coming up sometime this morning, this afternoon. But this morning, they're saying they only have 81 percent of the ballots uh, counted so far. So read into that what you will. Either way, it's not a transparent process. I just found out this morning that my ballot that I submitted on election day has actually been rejected. So I have to go and uh, rectify that this afternoon. Okay. We're going to have you back on the afternoon show. You're only 200 votes down. All the trends are, I think Dave Wasserman over at, at the Cook Report is pretty smart, said, hey, he's basically seen enough. It's no path, really no path for your opponent. We will not say her name again since Joe Kent has swept her into the dustbin of history. Joe Kent, how do people follow you today? That's what we want to know. Where do they go to follow you over the next uh, couple hours to the evening show? So we're building up the war chest to fight on the legal front. So JoeKentForCongress.com, anything the posse can contribute, greatly appreciated. All my social media, Twitter, Getter, uh, Truth Social is Joe Kent. 16 Jan 19. You can follow me there. And then if you live in the district, please go check your ballot status. Check your ballot status. Joe Ken will be back on this afternoon. Doug Wardlow, we're going to get to Wisconsin. Everybody going after Robin Voss. We're also going to have economics, capital markets, political update nationwide, and Peter Navarro today, 5 to 7 in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.